Life is challenging, but loving yourself doesn't have to be. Welcome to Living Loved with Barry and Candle as we discuss life's lessons, living loved through the journey of life, and how God is in the center of all of it. All right, everybody. Hey. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. For those of you who may be new, welcome to Living Loved. We're your hosts, Candle. And Barry. Yes. So we are here um, coming in to once again bring you guys a new episode. Yes. just sharing about different things all about life and right. the different journeys and paths that we've taken. Yes. And so uh, our episode today is called What, what Handbook? handbook? <laughs> and so <laughs> just like that, like, what, y'all talking about? what Handbook? <laughs> um, so we're going to be just having a little bit of a conversation. So thank yes. you guys for joining us. Yep, we're going to be talking about parenting. Yes. That good old topic, you know, that easy road. Parenting is so easy. Yeah, it is. No, I'm totally telling a story here. It is not. (laughs) Not easy. I I can't say there's too much easy about parenting. No, I I don't think anybody can. And if you can, please hit me up. Let us us know. Let us know. I know, honestly, I can say for myself and I could probably say for a lot of other parents out there, parenting is probably the hardest thing you can do. Absolutely. Um, there is no handbook. None. There is nothing. There's not a roadmap laid out. I don't care what you read on Google, what you are, what article, what doctor, what professional, what research study. Those are all nice things. But I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to you and your particular child, yeah. home and situation, uh, anything will go. Parenting is an experience. <laughs> it's it's literally something that you have to experience. You can read different things. Like if you got a child who has challenges yeah. or um, has some learning disabilities or some kind of special right. needs. Of course, there are things out there that mm-hmm. you can read that will help with yes. that. But in reference to being a parent, in general you have to just figure out as you go along yeah um you have this person like that you're responsible for raising (laughs) and taking care of and feeding and teaching to be a good person hopefully a productive person in society and so it's kind of like what, what am I doing? What am I doing? What do I do? Somebody else. There's so many things to navigate through. It's yeah. like, it's just honestly, it's never ending. And I feel like ending. even when your children are adults. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a whole nother level right there. Yeah. You know, whole nother level. I, I remember when I first had my daughter, Um, I loved being pregnant. I was thankful because I had no symptoms with my daughter, like literally none. Girl, you were blessed. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Because the only thing I remember is, of course, when I was a lot bigger, I was uncomfortable. Yeah. But of course, you have a almost 10 pound baby inside. You're growing a person. You're going to be uncomfortable. I didn't have symptoms. I didn't have any of that. So I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And it was such an experience. I was amazed. I was fascinated that God could make a being inside of my body. Mm -hmm. And uh, even when I remember giving birth, 
like right when my daughter came out and I held her in my arms. Mm -hmm. It's literally like you you go to this next level in your life, mm -hmm. like right at that moment. You love you, something. You didn't yes. know you could love something that fiercely. It, it, you're you're just like, okay, I'm here. Like, mm -hmm. and you're just here's the new journey. And it's literally like it just opens up. A floodgate. Like I said a <laughs> Opens up a floodgate, y'all. And, and like it's exciting, but it's scary. Yeah, it's it makes you anxious. It's new. It's, it's yes. stressful. It's everything. it's funny. It's like every feeling, every possibly like to be felt. It's like an array of emotions. And as moms, I mean, I'm sure dads have their fair share of struggles. I know dads com dads complain that they kind of get like the back burner of things, and yeah, everybody talks about the moms, but people forget about the dads, etc. But I know for as a mom. <laughs> you know, this is called living love. So living love through parenting and learning to accept the things that you've done wrong in parenting, mm, learning yeah. to embrace the things that you feel like you're doing right. Right. Not comparing your parenting to somebody Ooh, else's parenting. You know, all of those things, it's all a process of living your life in a more loved and productive yes. way. Like nobody is perfect. That's right. What handbook? Nobody has yes. any of this. Giving giving yourself grace, giving your uh, yeah. the father grace, yeah. you know, for us mothers and vice versa, giving yeah. each other grace and giving other parents grace. Yeah. So, yeah, what I wish someone would have shared more than um, the, you know, baby advice was the actual, like, been a little bit more transparent mm. in the whole becoming a new mom thing. Yes. Uh, people tend to sugarcoat it. Like, anytime someone finds out that you're pregnant and you're going to be a first-time mom, it's, oh, my gosh, you're going to love motherhood. Yes. It's so amazing. You're going to love your baby. And you're yes, that one's a big one. Isn't it? Bonding with your baby. They grow up so fast, and you're going to miss X, yeah. Y, and Z. And so it's kind of this thing where it's kind of like a – um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a, not like a false representation, but it's just like, it's only the good things it's about like, it. Almost like toxic positivity. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like you're, you, you're appreciative of all the positive things. Yeah. But how much more helpful would, would it, it have been, been to hear the hard part? Because of the month, because you feel is? guilty about stuff. Exactly. Like, for example, when, when you have your baby of course, most people who are new mom, you love your baby. You mm -hmm. bomb with your baby. You right, want to spend right. time with your baby. Um, you're in love with your baby. Yes. My first child did so many cute little things. Right. And I wanted to take a picture of every little thing she did. Yeah. She blew a spit bubble. Oh, my gosh. I just everything. And so, you know, all of that stuff was great. And as a new mom, you do love your child. But there are things that come along with being a parent that, you aren't aware you're going to feel those things. Yes. And because other people don't really talk about it, it's like taboo. Yeah, you think you're the only one. You think you're the only one. You feel guilty about it. Like, I don't always want to be with my baby. I don't always want to be with my kids. I need a break. I need a break. Um, I don't I always need... like my kids. Sometimes they're driving me insane. Yes. Um, Parenting is hard. You don't have a lot of alone time. Uh, Everything yeah. you do revolves around your kids. Uh, yeah. Every decision you, you make revolves you around your kids. You lose yourself. You lose yourself. And that hurts. You forget about yourself. That hurts. Other people forget about you. When you go it to people's houses, it hurts. When you go to someone's house and you're like, hey, they're all, you know, they used to say hey to you. Right. Now everybody says hey to the baby. They don't they're even like, acknowledge that you brought the baby I am in. still a human They're just being. like, oh, the baby. And you're like, I'm still a human being over here. Hi, Remember how me? are you? Remember me? I, I'm struggling. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, you know, 
it's those things, those moments where you are struggling. There were times where, you know, Samara didn't want to go to sleep at night. Yeah. And so I'd be up all night with all of my kids. Yeah. I've had those moments. Or even like being angry. Yes. And and you think you feel so guilty yeah. um, that you're just so angry and frustrated yeah. at where you're at. And or even the way if you respond to them angrily. The, yeah, exactly. And, like, and but you know what? It it happens. And if someone would have told us that we might not have felt quite so guilty or alone. Or I'll alone. say more so more alone, alone in that moment. Because that's honestly, an, I feel it's probably more of a natural response yeah. at times. Yeah, it's natural in parenting Especially to have moments. Especially being a first-time parent. Yeah. It's the unknown. Yes. So it's natural to have moments where you're frustrated <clears throat> or irritated or you've had enough of dealing yeah, with the you kids. Just give up. You want to give up. You don't want to deal with them. You're like, I don't care. I mean, I've had like, moments with I my do? kids. <laughs> Well, we're in the house and whatever they wanted to do, they could do. It was free. Like today, I do not care. I don't have the energy to care. I don't care what you do. I am exhausted mentally and emotionally. I am tapped out. I'm just going to sit here. Y'all got toys everywhere. Y'all had cookies for lunch. Like I'll say one thing that I would feel guilty about is like I would be like that. I would just be, oh my gosh, this is like I, I'm 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 going crazy. And uh I would I would send my daughter in front of the TV. Yep. And that that Dora was the Explorer. my babysitter. But I felt bad and I wouldn't tell <laughs> wouldn't tell other people that I would do that because then you you read these things you're on social media whatever you're like oh, your kids should only have an hour kids. of tv time a day and, all that, and you're like okay yeah I understand yeah. but are you gonna come and watch my child like for me? I need a moment while I go have a mental break while I'm in the, the closet crying <laughs> while I'm in the closet exactly. sobbing are you gonna come monitor them or can I let blues clues do it so it can be really helpful to be transparent with yeah. a new mom um, or with, you know, someone in your life yeah. who who's um, new to parenting. And if you sh- just share some of those hard moments, you know, it at the right opportunity, you know, yeah. I feel like it will just really keep them from going down that guilt trip yeah. or a, like alone and depressed road, yeah. you know, because it can be rough. So, yeah, so just having the support of yeah, each other so um, and just being transparent in those moments so we don't feel alone would be great. Yeah, share your vulnerable yeah. experience With moms, yeah. Yes. Um, then moving on to another point that we have is, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but I know I'll make mistakes um, and I'm going to feel bad and guilty <laughs> um, for that. And some of the... And some of the things that we feel guilty about are, you know, things that we should like. I feel guilty for working. Yeah, like feeling guilty for being a working mom. When you have to be away. When you have to be away, you know, and and you don't have a choice. And people, know? and sometimes people make that, like, especially it's not so much. Well, not for me, as prevalent as it is now that I've had Micah. But when my girls were smaller, it was kind of like this uh, back and forth battle thing between work, working moms and stay at home moms. So it was like, oh, you work? Yeah. So you take your baby to daycare and somebody like, else takes care of your yes, baby? Yes, I do. Unless and, you were going to volunteer yourself. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes I work. I do. And then there are people who are like, you stay at home? I could never stay at home with my kids. <laughs> And so it's that whole thing where 
we already have enough guilt trying to make basic life decisions in reference to what's yeah. better for us, for our kids, yes. for our family. Like we deal with a lot of mom guilt. Yes. And so we don't really, oh my goodness. I wish that as moms or as people in general, we could do a lot more of supporting each other and mm-hmm. just you're making this decision that works for your family yeah and being encouraging whatever decision yeah. that that mom has to make or those parents have to make yeah and and even if it's something that they want to do because some people are just very work and, and goal oriented career and oriented e- yes career oriented and even though they've had they have children and they have a new baby like they still have their goals yeah and they're still going to go push that they're going and, after and, it you know and they're doing that for their child as yeah. well and you, they just may not see it like you do but yeah. it doesn't mean that they're wrong because they still go after those things and they still go pursue those things some moms do not want to stay at home with their kids that's just the truth that's okay it's just the truth i've done both when I was a stay-at-home mom there were large parts of being a stay-at-home mom that I did enjoy yeah I loved being able to have the date the time with my kids we had our days planned out we had certain things that we did during the time of day if they were they were sick or they had something else going on um if they had you know something at school or well that around that time I wasn't but I had more flexibility in my job either way it goes I had a lot more flexibility so if they were sick or had whatever else going on I didn't have to worry about like calling mm-hmm. into work I'm not going to yeah. be here all those other kind of yeah. things but at the same on the same spectrum or same end in some ways I was overwhelmed a lot I was stressed out a lot I couldn't pee by myself <laughs> um there were days where I didn't feel like having to worry about what was for breakfast what was for right. lunch what was for dinner oh, yeah snacks changing diapers sometimes kids just like we have bad days kids have bad days too so there are days where maybe they were not in the best mood so they were super cranky super clingy harder that day so that day yes was a bit more strenuous than other days and then i've had i've been on the other side where i worked and i really enjoyed what i was doing when i worked but I had the guilt of not being able to be home yeah. and do some of the other things that I would normally do right. with them. I didn't have all of the flexibility that I wanted. Yeah. And so it's the back and the forth between staying home and going to work and being career oriented or maybe not being career oriented. Yeah. All these things. We we have like mom guilt and it weighs heavy on us. I mean, simple things. I'm guilty about what I can buy them, what I can't buy them, whether I can buy them what they want, whether I can buy them what they need. I've had moments where I couldn't buy my kids what they needed. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to figure it out. I've had moments where we're in the store and my kids wanted something that was $2 and $2 was was not in my budget. $2 and I had to explain, I'm so sorry, mommy cannot (laughs) buy that today. And I've had plenty of moments where I've had all the hand-me-downs of clothes from people from friends and you know what uh, well, I mean my daughter didn't really know because she was younger but yeah. I like in all honesty even though I felt guilty because I'm like you know I would love to go out and find that outfit you know get that cute outfit etc yeah. etc um at the same time I was also thankful because that was a need because clothes are a need yeah, and need. it was abundantly provided yes so <laughs> gotta be grateful That's I right. like I have my my girls had a lot of hand-me-down stuff mm-hmm. and I always made it a point to take really good care of their clothes because I paid it forward 
whatever mom I met that had small yes, girls, yes. I, I to the best passed of the on. best clothes that they had that was in the best condition, no yep. stains, looked new. I passed it on. I donated it to you know um, nonprofit organizations or whatever. Passed yep. it on, and because I did that, it was like a cycle. I would donate, and then somebody would come to me with this massive hand-me-down stuff for my kids at a point where I didn't have the money at that time to get all the things that they needed so this person would show up and I'd have clothes and shoes and I'd be like thank you God for filling in the gap so mom guilt yeah there's so many things so many things that we guilt ourselves and I think sometimes um you know we can guilt others or you know others can other moms can be guilty others like do we not see on social media Plenty of times where a mom shares something or a parent shares something, whatever it is, and then you just have this. It becomes this string whole, whole topic and conversation You're awful about parent. How Why would you, you do are. that? That's messed up. And, and that, I feel like that's so dangerous to do to other yeah, people, you know, because is. you would not want somebody to nitpick everything you did yeah. or do. Like every home, every person, every dynamic yeah. every, is different. You can't say what's right or what's wrong what's healthier what's not like granted i understand that there are certain things i.e abuse things that okay yeah of course that's wrong but when it's these little petty little minor things honestly i just feel like it's not our business to say you you shouldn't do this and you're wrong and on social media people are only sharing a snippet of their life exactly you you're not it's not their whole life life. you're not in their home it's like a pit it's like like a piece (laughs) of it like i'm sure there are people when I share a post about Micah and there are toys everywhere and he's climbing on something or he's doing whatever, I'm sure that people like her house is just she needs to get some control what, like, over excuse there. Excuse me, you only see a corner of my you house. You only see a corner Turn of my house. My yes, my whole living room is covered in toys for Micah, but it works for us because we have got to keep him this busy. Is my life. This, this little is boy, my he is on go, go, and go. <laughs> So, you know, we we need to be really mindful of that. I feel like it's so important that we're not being the person who wants to expect everyone to do it how we do it. Um, I think it's good. It's supportive to share your experiences with somebody, but not sharing it with an expectation of them to take on that advice or you know like like we don't want to just give advice when it's not really been unsolicited advice like i i don't i I don't know a single mom who has not had this experience and it hasn't frustrated them especially when you have a new baby or a smaller child and you're somewhere out in public and you're doing something and it can be somebody you know somebody you don't know whatever oh you shouldn't do that because that's not good for babies or babies shouldn't have that because that's not good I i was in the grocery store one time and oh, Samara was maybe three. Ari was probably about six months. Ari was screaming her head off. And Samara was knocking cans off the shelf. <laughs> and someone walks to me and was like, hey, do you know your baby's crying? Oh, oh no, I didn't. Thank you. It, you know, it can be some of the craziest things. I remember- you don't think I hear my baby crying? But my three-year-old is over here tearing the store up. <laughs> 
I gotta, I gotta I fix know. this first. I'm not overly concerned about the baby crying because the three year old's about to tear up this whole shelf. So let me get the three year old. And you have no idea what kind of day I've you had have. No, anyways. you have no idea. So I would the kind watch of day. it. So it's like people people want to be helpful and people yeah. think that they are being helpful. The intent is good the intent coming is good. from that place to share and oh this is probably a first time mom. Oh, yeah. she needs a little help. Yeah. She probably doesn't know that she shouldn't do that for her baby or that's not good for baby. But who told you that I shouldn't do that for my baby? Short of it being a, like a medical thing where um I've heard of some moms like for, for smaller babies, you're only supposed to give them Tylenol up until a certain age, and then you can give Motrin. Okay. And some... Never heard that. So, yes. I didn't know that either. <laughs> until Micah. <laughs> Child number three. But I learned that from, you know, the doctor's office. Like, ty- infant Tylenol um, is for, like... A certain age bracket and then I think when they get to certain months mm-hmm. they have Motrin where you can give it to them or whatever mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact rule either way it goes I had a friend who was giving her kid Motrin but she was giving them the Motrin at the same um at the same hourly increment that you would give the Tylenol. Mm. So, you know, Tylenol is every four hours. Right. Motrin is like six to eight hours. Yeah, yeah. She was giving her kid the Motrin every mm. four hours because she thought it was all the, the same. same. Yeah. And she didn't know any different. She right. didn't know any better. But she was talking to me about it. I think her age, you can piggy, people who you can piggyback. You can give yeah, Tylenol, exactly. then give Motrin yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, I'm sitting here and one day she was like, yeah, I've been giving him this Motrin every four hours. And I went... You're like, hold on, sweetie. Hold on, sweetie. You know, yeah. Those are those are good moments. Exactly. Because that can be really helpful. Yeah. Because that could have been harmful. Yeah. So that makes so much sense. Yeah. But like, for instance, I'll speak on a situation. I had a friend who, when I first had my daughter, uh, she just loved to share her advice and she loved to just tell me everything I needed to do and everything that worked. And she gave me this book and it was literally a book that uh, talked about why it's good to um, whip your kids. Like it was like a, oh, it was like, you know, the, the, one of the Bible verses or something about spare the rod giving, no, like not sparing the rod for your child. And the whole book was about why, (laughs) right? That was my same face. Like I I know the Bible says spare the rod for uh, the child, but, uh, okay. So it's a book about why you should punish and whip your child not everybody my child was a newborn and i just remember like how is this helpful i'm not gonna be whipping my newborn no time soon so just gonna throw that out there (laughs) you know and and you know it, it was really hard i will say that experience with that friend was very difficult because she did not agree with my discipline style. And even as when my daughter was a little one, like just turning into a toddler, you know, and, and I, we clearly didn't have the same views about discipline, Yeah. And, but it didn't mean that I had to 
I had to do what she did for her daughter. And it became really rough to navigate through that friendship, you know, because it was, it was very, you know, it was very overbearing, you know, and it was like, it's not helpful, you know, and I understand that her heart was right and her intention was right, but it was just the way that it was coming off, you know, it wasn't supportive. Yeah. It was more, uh, you need to do this. This is what you need to do. Yeah, a little more demeaning. Yeah, you know? and 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 I've had those experiences. I've had those experiences before, where like um, some people are all about natural. Everything they do for their kid is natural. Yeah, yeah. Um, every product they use is like, natural. Telling you this is dangerous. This Don't is buy dangerous. This, this has this, this amount of sugar in it. Right. This has this ingredient in it that's harmful for babies. They make their own baby food. Their kids drink honest apple juice. You know, all those other kind of things. And then here you are, the mom giving your kid Capri Suns and Cheez-Its. Yeah. And so there, when my girls were smaller, I was very particular about what they ate. Yeah. I did tend to try to pick snacks that I thought were appropriate or healthier for kids I was all about that and then as they got a little older I was like you want Cheetos look or even look the budget change the budget change before look I could get all the organic stuff yes all that yes all day, every day. Honey, I had went Okay, then went through the time where I got the food stamp card. Look, I got a budget here. I, Listen, I can't go over this, so it's going to be... We're going to get this look, right here it's and gonna this be the right offering. here. <laughs> it's going to be whatever that we can get. Yes. And so it's uncomfortable when you're dealing, when you're talking to you know, certain moms about different things and you're all hanging together or whatever. And you're like, oh, my kids only eat fruit and drink water. And I'm like, oh, my kids eat Cheeto puffs and they drink um, the red Hawaiian punch. And that's okay too. And that's okay too. It's okay. (laughs) And so it's one of those situations where there's no handbook for this and it's to each its own it's the decisions that you're making yeah because even when you do have differences in how to whether it be raised what you feed them yeah what you give them what you what you let them them watch on tv etc whether you let them play on electronics or not it's okay to have differences but we 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 all need to be cautious and mindful at accepting each other's way we don't have to agree with it it's okay if we don't agree with it but we do have to accept it because just like god gave you your child to parent he gave me my child Child to to parent parent. he didn't give that child to you so (laughs) right so he gave you the children you have there you go so i'll stick to what i'm doing with mine yeah and you can stick i just feel like there needs to be more more positivity in parenting more especially for moms i don't Mm. know what dads deal with i don't think dads maybe necessarily talk about a lot of the things that we talk about Mm -hmm. but for moms um it's too easy for us to judge what another mom is doing yeah um and there it's hard to walk in love as a mom you're already there's already so much going on in your head. So much. So many things you're trying to balance, making sure that your kids have everything they need, making sure that they are, you know, not just physically okay, but mentally and emotionally okay. Yeah. Like I have a, I had a talk with my, um, my 13 year old yesterday and mm. I said, you know, yeah. And I've had this talk with other people before because some people are really, um, 
they want their kid. They are super focused on their kids being like super successful. I want them to go yeah. to college. I want them to have this degree. I want them to lead. You know, an amazing. They have it all planned. They out. have it all planned out. They have all these expectations. All of that. Right, right. And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Of course, as a parent, when you're raising your kids, you want to. Um, motivate your kids and encourage right, your kids right. and lead your kids to be, you know, productive and to um, lead lives where they can support themselves and have yeah. goals and dreams and stuff like that. Absolutely. Totally nothing wrong with that. But I am the type of mom that I don't focus so much on what their life is going to be like in reference to college and being successful i focus more on their mental and emotional well-being i don't want my kids to grow up to have to have a childhood they have to recover from oh okay and so that doesn't mean that i'm doing everything perfectly i know as a parent sometimes i'm making bad decisions but i'm not above apologizing to my kids i've had to go back to my kids and be like i am so sorry i said that to you i'm so sorry i did that to you i'm so sorry i embarrassed Yeah. and that's the good thing it's because like we can always learn you mm-hmm. know we can learn from each other we can learn from our own yeah. um childhood know. the things that are <laughs> yeah, we can learn from our own parents we can learn from our own mistakes yep. and where we maybe didn't get it right yeah and and i think that's the importance and that's what we should take away yes taking away that it's an experience mm-hmm. and it's a journey yep. that there ain't no handbook for there it. There ain't no handbook okay. for it. And you just, I really, you know, I really just want my kids to be happy. So in my mind, whether they go to college or not, yeah, it mm. college is not going to go away. It's not like if they don't go right away that they can never exactly. go. Exactly. They can exactly. always go. Yes, I'm not going to say don't go to college and sit in the house and hang out all day. No, you might need to get a right. job. Okay. You might need to do something productive with yourself. You're not going to stay. Yeah, you're not, not going to stay up in here all day watching <laughs> Netflix and eating up all my food. We're not doing that. But what are your goals and your dreams? How can I help support you to get to those goals yeah. and dreams? without me laying on this thick thing of you got to do this and you got to do that you got to be successful I don't I don't want that I want them to be happy well-rounded I want them to love Jesus I want them to help others and care for others I'm more concerned about that than if they've got like a six-figure job yeah like more concerned in their unique selves yes being their authentic authentic self whoever that is and we don't get to say who that is we we can help mold that yep and mold them in that yep but Ultimately, they are their own unique person. They're not you. They could be like you. They could have traits like you. Yep. But they also they will always have their own. They'll be their own unique person. Yeah, they will absolutely. And yep. I think just like what you're saying, is it's leaning, helping to lead them into whoever they are. Yeah. Not trying to tell them who they are. Yeah. But leading them into that and, and um, Supporting helping them to that. foster yes. them understanding who they, who they are, are and getting to know them their own selves yep. without, like we're saying, putting the expectation and pressure mm-hmm. of this is who you need to be. No. But no. Be you. Do you know who you are? Do you know, who you Do are? You know what you like? Be Do you. You, you know? And just 
encouraging whatever it is that they like. Yeah. Because we all know with kids, like, that will change. They're going to change their mind. Every second. That'll change. something different. We don't know what it's going to be. In every stage. My oldest daughter has had four careers. (laughs) Look, but that helps them to be more creative. And when you're, like, encouraging them and motivating them through whatever their, their liking is or whatever they're passionate about at that time, you help them to realize that, you know, they're capable. Yep. And that they can do. That's good. Anything they want to do. That's you know? good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Encouraging them to remind them that they're capable. Yeah. They're capable. That's good right there. Um, and I guess a last point that I want to add to this lovely topic, a uh, stressful topic in its own way <laughs> of parenting is sometimes, you know, on the outside, I've had this experience on the outside looking in, people judge what they see on the outside, they deem something to not be appropriate or something that they wouldn't put up with. Um, I've had several instances where, uh, you know, I've had friends or other people, my kids say something. Um, In my house, we could be I could have people over and my kids I made something and my kids didn't want what I made. Maybe they didn't like it or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Or I told them that they could have one of something and then they asked for something else. Whatever it is, people be like, oh, so. Oh, you let that slide? You just let that? You just going to let them do that? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I made whatever this is and they don't want that and they want a hot dog. Did you buy the hot dogs? And now you're mad because I'm giving them the hot dogs? I don't understand your concern. Right. And the kids have taste buds. Right. Like, don't don't be so overly concerned about these little minor little things. If it's something that's dangerous, okay, if you're yeah. concerned with it. But really, if, if this you, is what my child did, okay, it's really not your if concern. You, feel, you might feel like, and that's the whole thing. Everybody has different perspectives on things. You might feel like what you see, the interaction between me and my child may prove to look like it's disrespectful to you. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't accept that from your child. Yeah. You feel like, oh, that's disrespectful. But that's what you wouldn't accept, accept from your child. Right. You are a different parent. And guess what? I know my child Better than you know your child. Absolutely. I love my child more than you love my My child. child Formed inside of my body. So (laughs) if you see an interaction and you feel like it's disrespectful or you feel like, oh, that's not good, um, or you let you let like I've had a people you let Micah talk to you that way? Micah asked he doesn't say, um, mommy, may I please? He'd just be like, I want graham cracker. And some people deem that as he's three. He's three. I don't. I don't think that's disrespectful. Or if he says no, I don't Thank want you. it. Okay. He's three. He's three. He's telling me he don't want it. I don't. And and you know, so you saying that it reminds me of a conversation I had with my friend just the other day. We were talking about this, and um, it, it was something that they realized was that you know. They grew up in a different household. Like their their mom was a lot different with the discipline. Like like it was early on. Like uh, look, you gonna know your manners. You gonna say ma'am. You gonna say yes, please. Th- those are gonna be your first words. Yeah, that's how it's gonna be. This is it. And other 
people don't grow up like that. They no. don't, they weren't raised like that. So no. they don't raise their kids like that. No. And it can sometimes be where you're just, you're set in your own yep. ways because of either how you were raised or what, you know, how your parents were like or how you are like. But don't you can't put that on somebody else because like especially with the discipline thing to me that's like one of the biggest things yeah you know we're all not gonna agree on how we discipline our kids we're all not gonna agree on our relationship with our kids but we also don't have the full picture of that relationship just like with any relationship not just our children you know you're only seeing a snippet of what's happening in that time frame and even if you deem it to be inappropriate or you think it's disrespectful unless that parent is coming to you saying i really am struggling with right. x y and z can you help can me, you help me? You do? it's really it's judge it's very judgmental and i feel in a lot of ways inappropriate yeah for you to be like oh so i agree you just gonna let them talk to you that way look think your own thoughts and leave them in your head yeah think you your know? think your leave own thoughts in your head because you don't know you don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not a fan of, and I've never been a fan of, I have had this happen to me, and I'm, I am deem to never do it to my kids. I'm not a fan of embarrassing my kids Ooh, in front of yes, other people. I'm the same way. I am yeah. not a fan of that. Now, if you are doing something that is completely, totally out of line, disrespectful, right. I'm going to call you out on it yeah. and be like, hey, watch yourself. Yeah. But the rest of that, I'm going to handle behind closed doors. Exactly. So while you're sitting there in front of us and you see them doing X, Y, and Z, and maybe, yes, it is a little disrespectful. And you might see me just kind of look at them or it might be like, okay, now, or maybe I don't say anything at all. You don't know what I did when I got home. Exactly. You don't have the whole picture. You don't know what I did when I got there. My kids have got, have done things in front of other people. And when we got home, oh yes, Are you they kidding? got the what for why. They got a belt. They, people think, oh, well, Candle, you know, she's soft natured. Discipline is not really my strong suit. But people don't believe me when I say I whoop my kids. Exactly. I do whoop my kids. <laughs> okay. My kids have gotten whooping. Just because I don't do it in front just of Just because I don't do it in front of you. And just because I don't whoop them for the things that you deem I should whoop them for doesn't mean that they didn't get one they do get one but it's for what i what it's it's the highest level of okay you've gone too far now you're getting whooping right so those kinds of things um it's really frustrating as a parent when people question your parenting in front of you and they're like oh so you just gonna let that happen yeah, I'm going to let that happen because one, it's not really your business or concern. And two, you don't know what I'm going to do behind the scenes. And I don't have to explain that to you. That's ooh. I don't have to, I don't have to explain that to you. I don't, I don't ask people questions like that. When I see people and their kids are doing, like if I see a a person in the store and their kid is losing their mind, having a tantrum, I'm not think, I'm not going to look at them and be like, what are you doing what are about you, that? I just keep you know on walking. Or, or I say, you know what? God bless him. God bless him. God help I him. say, I've been there. I've been that yes, mom. Yes, me God, too. Have we not all been, pro- like, been there? God, yes. They're probably having a rough day. The kid's having a rough day. The mom's having a rough like, day. God help them. And we've all been a kid ourselves we've all, and had our own little tantrum. Yeah. We might still be having our own little tantrum. As adults. So who are we to get on another parent or child about a tantrum? It's one of those things where it's like, (laughs) I, you know, 
I don't always know that people are aware that they're doing it. Once again, I think sometimes it comes out of a place of wanting to see the best happen for yeah. you and your kid. I'm yeah. not, we don't, you know, I don't believe it's always malicious intent no, associated with it. No, I don't think a lot of it. the times it's not. But, but I don't think you rea- they realize. They realize. I don't think people realize. And sometimes we may not realize that it is not coming out right. No, and we're causing <laughs> other people guilt and yes. stress and then questioning we're questioning we already have enough questioning of our parenting skills and the things that we're doing right or wrong <laughs> and that's not making it easier that's not making it any easier when you have people every you say something or do something and they're looking at you funny or they're asking you questions or what once again you it's not your kid <laughs> and you. to, to caveat on that because I, my mom um she one of the things that she gave me in reference to parenting advice and i did carry that over with every child mm-hmm. is teach your child to respect things in your house because mm-hmm. there are certain you want you do you do want your kids to be respectful yes. so i do want my kids to say please and thank you yeah. as when they get old enough to really understand those things yes. i do start introducing them and teaching them those yeah. things teaching them boundaries don't touch this don't touch that that can break no no my mom taught me early on when you have a child you don't take everything in your house and move it out of reach so your child can't touch it right. unless it's a huge sense. safety hazard so you- what you do is <laughs> When they start getting mobile and they start touching things, you teach them not to touch it. No, no, ah, ah, don't touch. Because what happens is if you don't teach them not to touch things in your house, when you go to someone else's house, they will feel free to touch stuff in other people's homes and break things and whatever else. You're right. That makes a lot of sense. So, yes, there are certain things as parents we do need to teach and instill in our children, but... It's really uncomfortable when you are doing the best that you can and you're making the best decisions that you can day in and day out. And those around you who are in your life, um, when they see your kids do something or see you do something, they're just like, oh, my gosh. And they're looking at you or, you know, they're like, you know, she just lets her kids treat her any old kind of way. Well, but is that really your problem or is it mine? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> probably my problem my problem my concern thank you so you know thanks but no thanks but no thanks we really like this whole we really once again need to show each other and other parents more grace and more understanding and more loved and support more uh, you know support each other more encourage each other more i posted this thing on facebook a long time ago and i shared it from another page because i loved it so much and it was all these moms together and they had these signs and one sign said i breastfeed breastfed Mm -hmm. the other sign said all of my children drank formula you know one parent say i let my kid only watch one hour or a TV a day. The other parent's son said, my kid watches TV whenever they want to. Yeah. One parent said, my child always sleeps in their own bed. The other parent's son said, my child slept, slept with me from day one. <laughs> you know, some people say, my child doesn't have a concrete bedtime. The other parent says, my child goes to bed every night at 7.30. So it was just like all these contrasting things. And as they were sharing all these signs on the post, it said, and guess what? I am still a great parent. Yes. I am still loved. I am still raising happy yes. caring children it doesn't make me less it doesn't than, make me any less than of a mom right, because right. what i do works for my family yes. and what you do works for your family and we are all unique yeah. in our own lives and our own selves yeah. right and that includes 
being a parent. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget or people forget mm-hmm. that they're like every parent is unique as a parent as yeah. well, just like they're unique as a person. Yeah. So follow through with that same mantra, you know. Please. <laughs> And leave them be. Please, Do leave, not. Please don't bash. Please don't. People, please don't guilt trip people. If they don't come to you for advice, <laughs> please. Don't. You know, once again, short of it being like, like I was sharing with the whole Tylenol and Motrin right, thing. Right, right. I might have the the whole premise of it wrong with the Tylenol and the Motrin, but if I'm remembering the way I'm remembering it, there's like an age thing with Motrin and Tylenol. But either like, way it goes, be discerning. Just be discerning and be mindful. If it's if it's not short of it being like a health concern or something dangerous for the mom or the baby Mm -hmm. or the kids like nobody's in physical danger or maybe you know I know there have been situations where you can see like a mom spiraling out of control and she's making some really bad bad decisions Mm -hmm. and And it's like and you're you're concerned like hey you know this is kind of a pattern let's talk about this Mm -hmm. but you know do it out of love do it out of love do it gently and just remember that most of the time, most moms, I'm not saying all because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Most moms are not looking for you to give them advice. They are not sitting around with their baby, walking through Walmart, at the park, pushing their kid on the swing. They're not, you know, they're not at the movie theater. They're not really They're thinking not. They're, they're not waiting. Thinking about how they're going to make it to the next moment, they're, the next second, They're the trying next to day. push through <laughs> because they're within an inch of losing yes, their sanity. And then here you come there. going, hey, you know, you probably should put socks on your baby because it's 65 <laughs> degrees outside. Or your baby is six months and he don't wear shoes yet. <laughs> this, that, and the third. Why does your baby always have Please, on sweats? Because just, he's fat and sweats are comfortable. <laughs> just leave them just, be. Just leave them be. So, just help encourage them along. Yes. We all need to we be all encouraged. Need we all need to be encouraged. We all need to be shown a little yes, love. Yes, yes, Especially moms. Oh, yes. Mom parents. Mom and parents. Yes. Parenting we need is hard. all the grace. All the grace that we can get. <laughs> So we've come to that part of the episode where we share our living love takeaway. LLTs, it's the LLTs. You know, I had to make a song. We need to get a theme song for LLTs <laughs> all together, man. Really, I'm we telling do. you, just like insert well, in the episode. Okay. Right living the love takeaway. Next. <laughs> My LLT was when Barry said to when you are allowing your kids to make those different decisions. You know, whether it be about what they like, what they don't like, who they are, who they aren't, you are um, encouraging them to be capable, that they're capable. You're reminding them that, okay, you tried this, maybe it didn't work, you want to try something else, you know now that you're capable of whatever you're putting your mind to because you tried it here, you tried it there. Even if the idea isn't even great, don't... Don't shoot don't them down disclose right that to them. Let yeah. them find it out yes. so they Let can them gain explore. Yeah, so they can gain confidence, yes. you know, and not be hes- hesitant later on in life as an adult. Yeah. Um so my LLT was really the first thing that we that you said that we started talking about was that the one thing that you wished 
that people would have shared with you and told you was the vulnerable parts Ooh. and being more transparent yeah. about the hardships of parenting. Yeah. It, it really can save us and save these new parents from yeah. from being depressed and feeling so alone yes. in their journey. Like, I suck as a mom because I don't no. want to be with this baby today. No, no you, you don't. don't honey, Every okay. mom has those moments. They be like, somebody, yes, please come get these okay. kids. Anybody. It's okay. I'll if meet you, you outside. It's okay if you want to give up. It's okay if you are you feel completely insane and you want to check into a mental hospital. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. Like that happens. It does. It's all right. It does. And sometimes, you know, I I realize, you know, hindsight is 2020. Sometimes some of the things that you're feeling could be postpartum depression. Yeah. So those are things oh to also goodness. be aware of. Yes. I believe that I had postpartum depression after Micah. I didn't recognize it until much later. Uh-huh. But a lot, I had, a, I was blue. I was mm-hmm. sad a lot after I had him. Yeah. And so those are things to take into accountability. Right. If it's like excessive and you're feeling other feelings like you just, want to harm your baby then yeah, of course naturally that's different of course but we all have moments as moms where we're just like so overwhelmed so over it so overwhelmed yeah. and i'm done i'm done so those vulnerable things that we share can really really help speak into somebody's life and speak into their so parenthood important. and their journey so important through being a parent so guys yes what well, and another one <laughs> and another one <laughs> And another one, guys. I love that. I love that so much. I just love, you know, I love living love. I do. It's it's so special. It will always be special. It will always hold a special place in my heart. Absolutely. uh, We just enjoy this so much. And um, we want to share that we are officially on YouTube now. We have our YouTube channel set up. Living Love Podcast. And um, this episode will actually be on YouTube. Yes, so, you can see us talking yes, about it. Yes, you can actually have a visual. visual of us recording our episodes yeah. as silly as I or we can possibly be. Maybe get a good laugh. Yes, but because of the facial expressions. I make a lot of them. I do not apologize. It's just my face. Look, <laughs> definitely go check that out yes um and share it and hey also another thing if you're listening to us on a podcast platform leave us a review yes. or rate our podcast please. we would so appreciate that guys, please, guys. we want to know what you think as always yes we want to know your llts yes share those with us share your parenting experiences absolutely with us, you know absolutely. we love to hear that stuff we want to hear from you guys like really really we do we learned recently we've known for a while now but we still keep checking and we check our like our stats and mm-hmm. f- more than 50 percent of our listeners are are men yes. and so we were floored to learn that <laughs> right. because we really thought that this topic and the things that we talk about the array of things that we talk about would more lean towards the female yeah, population yeah. but we are so honored and so excited that men are actually listening into yes. our podcast and apparently enjoy it because they're coming back every yes. week to listen so thank you guys kudos to thank you but you. listen we want to know how to connect with you guys yeah. more we want to know what men like what is it that will help you guys be more engaging and connecting with us yeah, on social definitely. media sharing 
all of that. Mm-hmm. So, guys, hit us up. Email us at livinglovepodcast at gmail.com yes. and let us know some things that, you know, you men would enjoy conversating about that will get you more engaged in in social on social media and interacting with us i mean maybe you're just listening because you (laughs) like what we're saying and emotionally you connect to it and that's great let us know but we really want to interact with our audience more so let us know thank you guys for listening thank you guys thank you all right bye hey guys what's going on First of all, we want to say once again, uh, we can't say it enough. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for sharing with friends and family. We do hope that it is really encouraging you and blessing you as much as it's blessing us. And we are always so excited to share with you guys and connect with you. But we just wanted to put that out there, put this out there just as a reminder. We have a website. Did you know? Yes, we've got a website. So the website is www.livinglovedpodcast.com. You can go over to that website. You can sign up for our um, emailing list where we'll email you about devotionals. You can also check out a blog that's attached to that website. We also have our podcast. You can listen to it there if you'd like to as well. We've got some merchandise items for your purchase if you wanted to check those out. So just run on over there check some things out share with some other people once again that website is www.livinglovepodcast.com thank you so much and enjoy the episode what's up guys So glad to have you on the show. We hope you really enjoyed this episode. For more Living Loved content, like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at Living Loved Podcast. And hey, if you have any ideas or any topics that you want us to discuss in one of our shows, email us your thoughts at livingloved podcast at gmail.com.